Welcome back to the Burning Pre-Sales Podcast. You join Tom Kirchis today, uh, joining me uh, in a rather unique position of being pre-sales and moving into now account director at Blackline. So, Tom, you had some really interesting thoughts about where customers are coming from these days and uh, why they're pushing for changes, and you should recognize that. Why don't you tell us a bit about, a bit about that? Yeah, thanks, Mark. Um, pleased to be on this uh, podcast. Um, a really interesting topic that uh, I know when we were looking for people resonated with with me. Um, and you're right, I've I've taken the step into the um, sales rep account director role uh, out of a, a pre-sales career spanning the last um, ten years. So uh, a big part of what I'm doing now in this role is um, outbounding. Um, you know, looking to see where I can build my pipeline and where I can find um, my customers. And um, I think at the moment, what I'm seeing is that I'd like to use the sort of analogy of, of, of an apple tree and pardon the, the metaphor. But when I'm when I'm prospecting, I think of me sort of shaking that apple tree. Um, and if I'm lucky, some ripe apples will fall to the ground. So you know, I, I might stumble upon individuals that have that problem, that need that my solution solves, whilst there might be a, pro a project in progress, or my shaking of the tree initiates that that project. It's but I think more broadly that that doesn't happen so frequently, right? If we think about um, what we're doing when we're uh, shaking the tree, when we're um, you know running marketing, when we're outbounding, we're trying to see that when those apples are ready that's when they fall and we want to be there when that when they fall so so you don't want to be uh off shaking a different tree waiting for those apples to fall and the one that you were shaking before them will fall and other people pick them up so um and uh and i think what the, the analogy that you use i think is quite good because um I always remember the best way to win an RFP is to help the customer write it. Mm. So if you're helping helping to shake that tree, you're not picking up the windfalls. That's that's absolutely right. I think um, that to, to sort of bring it back to to, to, to more direct uh, correlations with with what we do, um, you want to make sure that when that customer does have that need or it comes to the top of the priority stack, that they remember you. So, you know, what, what we're seeing there is, like you said, we, we're going around different trees, we're shaking those different trees. There's absolutely, to use the metaphor of the, the wind, there are factors out of your control that is moving the market, it's moving the orchard. Um, and of course, some of those um, things, changes in trends, do drive changes in potentially your um, inbound uh, lead volumes, um, particularly big. We've seen big changes in accounting around sort of making tax digital uh, in this sort of ERP world. Um, the US for a long time have had obviously the SOX requirements on on companies. So these are, are big changes that you know will naturally feed into uh, and, and increase certain markets. Uh, but yeah, for, for a lot of those sort of process improvement projects, um, those customers are still you know you want them to come through your inbound channels. Um, and have remembered you when the, they have those um, th those challenges. And I think that's where uh, the relevance comes in. Um, there's definitely a merging of, of pre-sales and sales. And I think there's quite a few people in, in, um, in business or looking at it. We, we're exclusively engaging with functional leaders now, uh, particularly in technology, as opposed to IT. IT absolutely have their place in, in, in the process. 
Um, but what does that mean? That means our tree shaking has to be directly relevant to the persona of that team, of that, you know, whether that be CFO, group finance, coalface, accountants, our outreach has to be directly relevant and in, in a language and a, and, a, and a message that they can latch onto. Uh, almost like he who uh, or uh, whoever describes the the problem best is is going to be best placed to solve it. Well, the, I think coming from the world of pre-sales, you must be a refreshing uh, a refreshing breeze for these people when you because you are able to describe um, with authority all of the people that you've helped in the past. What's the what's the reaction when you talk to people in this like, kind of pre-salesy way? Yeah, um, I, I found um, uh, prospective clients have engaged with with my messages um, in a, in a response rate higher than I anticipated. I was certainly sort of guided to, you know, top of funnel activities being um, very difficult, a lot of no's, and absolutely, you know, that those those no's are what I'm finding no, but you know, it's not the right time that you know there's something there. But what crucially I'm getting is uh, responses a lot of responses and, and often that's off the written word uh equally when we're following up with those uh, messages again because we've positioned well i've positioned the message that's directly relevant um uh, it doesn't come across as generic and yeah I, i'm seeing um the response response rates higher than i guess i would have anticipated and that's not to say and not to overdo the analogy that's not to say then the apple falls into my basket uh but what i'm seeing is you know there is a valuable conversation um, I'm feeling that, uh, you know, at some point in time when the apple is ripe, there will be a project, there'll be a conversation to be had. And hopefully I'm going for is that I'll be the one that's best described the problem. Amazing. Thank you so much, Tom. That's incredibly insightful and look forward to welcoming you back to the Burning Pre-Sales podcast very soon. Thanks, Mark.